Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gathering Walking Together podcast. Today, sitting with me is Kyle Lewis. Hey, hey. Mr. John McGew. Hello. Mr. Nick Adams. What's up? And myself, Jordan Guy. Today, we're going to be talking about why is it important to walk together? And uh, Nick, why is it important to walk together? Hey, so this is our uh, the first episode of this podcast. Uh, the four of us decided it was important for us to get together uh, and be a body, and and it was, and out of that came, well, why is it important for people to walk together, not just physically but spiritually, and to be together, and uh, that's kind of where this podcast comes from, and and it's not just for uh, it's kind of for anybody, it's maybe. Uh, just to help y'all kind of understand who we are and and what we're doing um the four of us have been called into full-time ministry over the past two years and um with that there are now six pastors at the church we're at the gathering and um it has produced some challenges and some cool opportunities but from where we're at there's in North Carolina, uh, normally six pastors are not together at the same time, and uh, we just took this opportunity to kind of get together, uh, put us together uh, around something once a week, and uh, we hope that this podcast just kind of encourages you, enriches you, and helps you, and uh, we'll be answering questions, we'll be talking about different topics, Uh, we're reading through the Bible in a year. Uh, so some questions and stuff will come out of that. Maybe it's what the sermon series or message was about or a question, but today we're talking about why is it important to walk together. Right on. Well, this is John. I'm going to kick us off with some scripture here real quick. Actually, I'm going to kick us off with a prayer. That's a good place to start. Hey, yeah. So here we go. God, I just want to thank you for this morning. Thank you for everything that you've done today, God, for for showing up in such a mighty way in our lives, for for just being in the midst of everything that we experience in this life, for uh, for going ahead of us, Lord, and uh, and paving the way for us. You know, you're never surprised by anything that that we experience because uh, you've seen it before we ever got there. So, God, just thank you for that. Thank you for this uh, this group of believers, Lord, that we can we can get together. We can praise your name and and make a make a lot about you because you're worth it thank you for all you do your name i pray yeah all right so now to the scripture so we are uh we're gonna jump into ecclesiastes 4 9 through 12 today because it's you know it's talking about walking together um to me there's not a better verse in scripture um to uh, kick us off in this conversation. So Ecclesiastes 4, starting in verse 9, uh, says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. That's true. If you like, because <clears throat> I've, I've done that with just like trying, like making 
like a I don't know like a bracelet or a necklace or whatever and if you just take like some beads and put it on one strand <clears throat> that thing breaks super easy but then if you take those those if they're alone that one strand and then you take it and braid it with two others like it's crazy how significantly stronger that that thing is yeah. even though individually those three those three strands are super weak I think about the difference between like snatching one hair out of my head and grabbing a hold of somebody's ponytail that's braided. <laughs> well, that's like that's like a, that's that's a million strands. <laughs> that's a that's a cord of a, a billion strands. We're better together, right? The uh, the part in that verse that was said something about you know uh, when a person falls alone, it's real trouble. Um, it. It just reminds me of a time when I was isolated and uh, didn't really want any friends other than my family. And uh, I was in the sin, repent, repeat cycle of because I was alone. And I believe that's why it says, you know, you're in real trouble when you fall by yourself, not just spiritually, but if you're out in the woods in the middle of nowhere by yourself and you get hurt and fall and there's no cell phone service and there's nothing, you are physically in real trouble. And uh, so that's kind of here at the gathering, our three, our kind of mission statement is love God, live Jesus, walk together. And that walking together piece is um, something you don't realize you need until you start doing it. And I just hope that this scripture and this little time we're spending motivates you to to do that in some kind of way. Let's talk about that sin repeat. Repent, repeat. Repent, repeat cycle you were talking about there. So I mean, there's that was a, a truth bomb you dropped. Um, you know, what? Why is that important that that we're surrounded by fellow believers when we're walking? trying to walk things out and God reveals sin in our lives. I just believe it's good to have a third party. Like you, it's good to have an objective point of view. Well, I think <laughs> you like, can talk yourself into a lot of things. Yeah. We're out of. I, yeah. So I was getting ready to say, I think, I think of like the, just the, the excuses we make for ourselves and things, you know, we, we tend to, when we find ourselves slipping up and things try to justify our actions because it's us inside our own head, you know, and most of the time those, you know, sin is, is fruit of the flesh. So, um, you know, self-serving things, uh, you know, we don't, we're blind to those things when we're in the midst of that, unless we've got some, we've got truth there lighting the way for us. And that oftentimes comes through, uh, being in a relationship with other believers that are willing to uh, come alongside and point things out when they see you slipping. Yeah, you gotta have a hype man. You know, <laughs> like think, like whenever you're gonna do something, it's easier and you get more excited to do it when you got somebody hyping you up and encouraging you and saying, "Yeah, man, you can do it. This is gonna be awesome." You know, and because otherwise you isolate yourself and then you get all bummed out and you get in this cycle of. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I keep messing up no matter how hard I try. You know, but when you got a buddy there or a group of buddies that um, encourage you 
and you know get you excited to do the right things and to to choose God over the world and all those kinds of things it just it just makes it easier um, I think that's um Hebrews 10 24 um John's fixing to look it up um I can't remember exactly what it says so I don't want to halfway say it thou shalt have a hype man <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 10 24 here we go it says let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works and let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. That's actually 24 and 25. Yeah, good. Yeah, that was, um, you know, especially in today's world with everything going on and everything that has gone on over the past two years with the virus, you know, it's, it seems like it's easier to just throw out this excuse of whether it's real or not of I don't want to be around people and people will totally like accept it and leave you alone because of the way the world is now and um, somebody told me one time the best medicine is sunshine uh, water and people and um, you again you don't realize how much you need to be around people until you get around Even if you're an introvert. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> I, I'm an introvert. I do not, my batteries don't get recharged by being around people. But, uh, you know, I, I get energy from being alone with God or being by myself or exercise by myself or whatever. But, when I'm not around people, you know, you only get one perspective. You only get, and um, being around other people might not, might drain me as far as, I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's almost physical in a way. Like on a Sunday morning doing the four services, I never realized how much that takes out of you. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it takes it, a lot out of me. It takes a lot of a energy. to physical exhaustion. So, but it, it is encouraging to me and it, it like motivates me to that when I am alone, what I'm spending my time on. So yeah. that's what I, that's what you were, I was picking up off of what you were just saying right there. There's a, a saying that I've kind of carried with me. Sorry about that. <laughs> There's a saying that I've kind of carried with me. Um, you know, what you put in your bucket is what comes out when you overflow. Um, and so I think just as much as surrounding yourself with other people, it's the kind of people that you surround yourself with. God wants us to to be around other godly people that are going to encourage us and and spur us on and and fan into flames of the gifts that He's placed in us. So when we do that, when we surround ourselves by people who will challenge us spiritually and uh, call us out into deeper water, um, it it fills our bucket with, with things, uh, uh, of the spirit. So, um, uh, and the, the importance of me to me in that is that, that we're all walking in the spirit. You know, I think that's kind of the, the crux of what we're talking about with walking mm-hmm. together is not just walking together. The whole world does that. Um, it's, it's in contrast to the world that we're walking together in the spirit. That's the whole reason why Jesus came and died on the cross for us so that he could release his spirit to us and uh and help us to be unified with the father through the spirit yeah i agree um so just a question that i want to throw out to everybody is 
for those who have a difficult time doing that, how do you a open yourself up to it, but then find people that are also willing to walk with you because you can't walk together without another person. (laughs) Uh, I was one of those people. I would say for the people that are on the other side of that now and see the value and importance, a personal invitation is what got me there. It wasn't seeing something on a calendar or on a bulletin or on Facebook. Somebody came up to me and said, hey, I want you to come with me to this thing. And I went, and it went from there. So for the people that that see it, you got to – that personal invitation is special. Mm-hmm. It makes people feel valued. And um, I would – yeah, that's it. Uh, I would even say too, add, adding to that, you know, th- those of you who who are in a spiritually mature place that are willing to pour into somebody, uh, keep your ears open because I mean, my story, I I I had to go seek out somebody. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't have anybody who just invited me in. It was uh, it was me kind of knocking on the door and going, hey, I you know, I've never had anybody walk through a discipleship relationship with me. Would you be willing to do that? Um, not everybody's going to chime in like that though, right. you know, you, making yourself available to somebody like Nick was just saying, that's, that's important. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely a both and thing, I believe. I mean, it's not an either or because, um, everybody's different, you know, there's yeah. not, there's no formula. Everybody's, I mean, and also too, I mean, to some extent, if it's the first time you've ever done it, it can be a scary thing. I mean, cause you're opening yourself up. Right, I have but figured those, out. I mean, but those are honestly some of the best relationships, right? Right. I have. I know. My, but most of the time, it's funny. Most of the time, when you are direct and take the time to talk to somebody, most people have a hard time saying no when it's right. a personal invitation. So, right. I, I don't know if that's a motivator or not, but. Uh, I've sent out a lot of text messages over the past two years, and it's a lot easier to say no over a text message than it is somebody coming up and shaking your hand and asking you. Yeah, I think that also speaks to the importance of of being a part of the body, being actively engaged in a local body of believers is you know if you're if you're not if you're not surrounding yourself by fellow believers like that and giving yourself opportunity for those kind of relationships um and you're just always out in the world god tells us to be out in the world so that's that's important too but um but if we're always out in the world and we're never spending time with believers and and surrounding ourselves with people who are going to spur us on then uh, then we become isolated and we start to be influenced instead of being an influencer. So the question that comes to my mind right away is, well, there's an answer to that. And one of the answers to, you know, how do, how do you get, how do you get plugged into, um, you know, being around other believers and the, and, and one easy answer is just get your, get your butt in church. Yeah. But, <laughs> Is just going and sitting in in a church an hour a week is is that enough? Is that is that a question or a statement? Is is my is my hand just being attached to my body functional? Just just being attached to my body, or does it have to do something to actually be a functional part of my body? 
I think that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> it could work as a shield <laughs> if you use your elbow. You don't have to do anything with your hand. Just yeah, block it, it. It definitely takes action, and I think that's you know, people. That's that's where the you know excuses start to yeah. come in, and and you need like Hebrews ten twenty four. You need people around you to spur you along and motivate you. And that's that's a that's a big one. I mean, we were, you were just talking about earlier about people being kind of um, being kind of timid or or feeling like they're not good enough or not well equipped enough to be able to to step in and serve. And um, and I think that's part of it is like when we're, we're surrounded and we're walking together with fellow believers, uh, people are encouraging you along. They're seeing the gifts of the Spirit come out of you if you're walking in the Spirit. And then you're going to have, you know, those folks in the body who are, you know, who have the, the gift of coming alongside and encouraging somebody and speaking words of affirmation over people. Um, man, Sunday I had, uh, Steven, we were just talking about him earlier about, you know, he'd be an awesome guy to, to do the voiceover, uh, came up to me and talked to me, uh, after one of the services and gave me a word of encouragement and that stuff's, that stuff's like invaluable, you know, having, having folks to come alongside and go, Hey, uh, I, I see the spirit at work in you. Um, keep, you know, stay that course. He was a hype guy. He was a hype He's guy. He's a hype he guy. He definitely is. He's given me a, a hot before. Uh, he came and ate chicken wings one night and, uh, you know, it's the first time I ever met him. I had, he had my phone number, you know, just getting the address to the house. And, uh, I was struggling spiritually just, you know, in trying to figure out what season of life God's calling me into and, and, um, there was a transition from going to helping my brother to, to really having more time to be in ministry and actually plan ministry. And long story short, I don't know, Stephen. Um, but the next morning, uh, he takes me a picture of the sunrise on the beach. I, I guess he, he walks the beach every morning. And uh, I can't remember what all, the whole text message just said. But uh, it was just very encouraging and just encouraging me in that I'm a child of God and that God uh, has things for me. And uh, it was just wild, you know, like I've met this guy one time and he's already pouring into me. And uh, God, you know, God does cool things like that uh, when you're in the body and when you're close to him and... And he gives you what you need when you need it. And, um, Absolutely. You can't explain it. Absolutely. Yeah. Read it. All right. Read so it. so that, that shot me off to Romans 12. So I, I just uh, I just had this verse come up in my personal Bible study uh, last week. Um, and it says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is encouraging others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. That's Romans 12, 6 through 8. Mm -hmm. I mean, that key part too is gladly, right? I mean, 
it could just be the directive just do it you know nike but yeah. uh you know we we have to or get to do things gladly exercising the gifts that god's given us like that's a that's a cool thing it, it and it's a good thing to get excited about the th- gifts that god does give right uh sometimes we uh, even get disappointed with the gifts that God gives us, you know, and that, to some extent, sometimes that's understandable depending on what it is. Um, I mean, but, you know, Paul was thankful for his thorn in his flesh because it actually made him into who he's supposed to be. Well, I, I think if you, it, it can be easy to get disappointed about you know, a gifting or a certain thing that God has created you specifically for. Um, you know, however, if you if you understand that in God's eyes there isn't a difference, that, you know, whether you are part of the body, and, you know, John actually used body parts, so whether you're a pinky or, you know, or an elbow or whatever, like, or a foot, you know, like they're all important and it can be easy to say, Hey, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not the mouth, so I don't get to be used as often, or I'm not the foot. So I don't, you know, whatever. Um, you know, God sees us all as, as super important. And if we look at it in that, so I think it's, it'll be easier to look at it in that Romans 12 verse on be glad in those things. If you look at it through the context of, of it doesn't matter how seemingly unimportant or minuscule my gift or my my thing is is that it's god gave it to me and i'm sharing it with others and it's important it'll it'll help you to feel it'll help you to feel glad in those moments and not think about how much cooler this person's gift is or how much cooler this person's offering was or whatever you know like the like the woman who the widow who gave her only coin, you know, she could have been like, man, I, I'm, you know, how terrible I can only give this one coin after, you know, all these rich people shelled out, who knows how much money, um, you know, but Jesus praised her and her small gift because she did it with an, with an earnest heart. And she was like, this is all I have, take it. And it was her heart. It was her, her motive behind it and not the quantity of it. Absolutely. That bounced me back to another scripture. I'm sorry. I'm going like, to beat you guys to John's death with the word today. I pulled my winner. sword out when we started. I'm ready. Sword drill. Right? So, 1 Corinthians 12, starting in verse 15, it says, Now if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for that reason, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. And I think that just that brings us together in, in what we're talking about with walking together. We're one body with many parts. I mean, uh, Paul says it over and over in the books that he wrote to the churches. He's 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 going. You're you're one body with many parts. Y'all y'all be one in the spirit and go out and do kingdom work. Yep. 
Yep. And so I think it all of it could be summed up in what Jordan was saying. <laughs> you need a hype guy if you don't have one. And if you don't have anybody to hype up, go and find one. Or be one. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's all you know, I know that our uh our church body here at the gathering isn't the only one, but just in our area there's so many different uh we call them connect groups that you get together and and you meet with, you know, it, it might be a women's connect group or a men's connect group or a, you know, sea salt is our kind of like retirement age connect group type deal. There's Christian surfers. There's all different kinds of, of groups you can get together. And it's super important to find those people. And, and, and there's always some type of, uh, of, of medium that can kind of, uh, glue obviously God is the thing that that unites the group together you know uh, that there was there was a jujitsu group here at the church for a while you know like, there's, you can talk about Jesus through any kind of any kind of medium and whatever gets you excited to talk about Jesus and fe- makes you feel comfortable to share and to be vulnerable with people is is that's what's going to help you walk together with somebody and and it's going to it's going to be super important in, in your walk because uh, you can't do it alone. Uh, it's, 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 it's scriptural. Right. And no man is an island. Have y'all heard that before? Maybe. Maybe. No, if I'm being honest. No. I, I guess. <laughs> Have you heard it? <laughs> yeah, I I've want, heard that phrase. Yeah, for okay. sure. I want to say yes to be encouraging, but. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hyping me up. Thanks for hyping me up. What does it mean? Just say it because I have no clue where you're talking yeah, about. No man is an island. Basically saying, you know, you, you're you not meant to do life alone. So That's it, the it, gist of it. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I might use it. <laughs> nah, I don't. <laughs> like I said, thanks for hyping me up. It's, it's all good. It's all good. I just, you know, I think about Paul and Timothy, like their relationship and Paul calls Timothy a son and they're not even, you know, related, but everybody is older than somebody at some point. And uh, so you can be a Paul to anybody, no matter what age you are. And everybody's younger than somebody. You can be a Timothy for somebody else. And and that is the walking together, you know. Uh, you need somebody pouring into you and you need to be pouring into somebody. Um so that's for me that's kind of just what this whole conversation and and walking together is about because you know i think a question sometimes that comes from this it's everybody everybody's had a bad church experience everybody's had a uh you know well i tried to get in this group and people were mean to me or something happened and that's why i don't do a, B, or C anymore. Yep. And to that, you know, I would just say, you know, you got to try again. Because right. how many, show of hands, even though nobody can see us, how many of you have ever made a mistake? Oh, there's yeah. no hands raised. No right hands now. raised. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah, so the Jesus, you know, Jesus with the Pharisees, you know. Just, just for clarification, who, all four were raised after that. Who, he who has no sin casts the first stone, you know? Like, try again. People make mistakes. You make mistakes. Give people grace. Yeah. And uh, I said the other Sunday, you know, 
How many of you ever got a bad haircut? Yeah. Did you stop getting haircuts? No. How many well, of quit, us have stopped I quit trimming eating? my beard. You know? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, how many people quit eating because they had a bad meal? Or There's an endless in it. How many of you have ever been in a car wreck? Do you stop driving cars? No. You know? So keep trying. You know, people make mistakes. Uh, the worst thing you can, you know, if you keep making excuses for yourself, you're, you're just going to go in a circle. And uh, nobody wants to do that. Yep. All right, so I think wrapping it up, you know, we uh, we need to walk together. Find a place to get plugged in. If you're not a part of a local body of believers, go find one. Uh, go with a mentality of service, not being served. Uh, go find a place where you can plug in and be a hype guy for somebody. Uh, you know, if you, if you don't have that around you, then go find it. Um, if you're not involved in a small group of some sort, go find a group of people to go uh, dig into the word together with and, and grow in spiritual things together. Thank you, John. Yeah. Hey, so we're going to be doing this every week. We're going to be coming out with some kind of content every week. If, you, if there's any questions you have, uh, we'd love to answer them. If there's maybe something you're going through in the Bible reading plan, it can be any question in general. Uh, but next week, We'll look to answer one of those questions. I think they need to know how to get a hold of us, too. Hey, see, that's why Kyle's here. It takes all four of us, guys. (laughs) So you can uh, email either myself, Kyle, John, Nick, or Jordan at their names, like Kyle, at GatheringSurfCity.com. Or uh, you can send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram to The Gathering or... Uh, however else you want to try to get up with a call. Can they do it through the Gathering app? Not yet, but they will be able to soon. It's evolving, folks. <laughs> we don't believe in evolution here. Okay. That's right. I'm sorry. Sensitive term <laughs> around here. You played with Pokemans when you were growing up, didn't you? <laughs> We better we better stop right, right here right now. We're we're getting out we're getting off the rails, guys. Here we go. All right. Well, thanks okay. everybody. We See don't know how to say time. bye. So. You have a great day. <laughs> Toodaloo. Goodbye. Adios.